Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and some ooh. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Why why am I fitted forgetting that? Oh, okay, let me do it again. I never didn't know what was happening. I'm like, I oh you always look to the side and I think that someone's about to walk in. I'm like always so scared watching you do this. But we're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be peppered with whatever's happening in our lives that day. But sometimes, you know, at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi! Hello, everyone. So we're discussing 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 4. I don't know the name of it. I'm trying to look it up right now. And the answer, um, the answer is what the mind does not want. Is that it? <laughs> that is why do they have the worst titles? It's like Love After Lock I mean, well, Love After Lockup had the worst titles, but also this is having the worst titles too, and I don't understand why. Okay, so let oh we don't have pictures of them. <laughs> Let's get started with our first couple, and that is Jen and Rishi. So this is, uh, it was, I'm going to get to the part, but I'm sick of the producers showing these countries and showing people doing like the weirdest things. Now, and, and I'm going to take that back. I'm not going to say the weirdest things. Doing things that an American person would never even conceptualize that could possibly happen. And we'll, when we get to it, I'll talk about it. So Jenna's woken up and she's very excited. She's going to get on a six hour drive to meet her fiance, Rishi. And Chris loves that hotel. I mean, you know, it's just like the marble and like her bathroom looked great. You know, like, you know, she slept very good in that bed, you know, and I'm glad because it's not going to be, you know, always that way. <laughs> um, You know, she's living her life in this hotel and I feel like, you know, I get it. And she gets, honey, uh, her weird backpack and it's weird, you know, especially because it's like, who bought that backpack and why? Is it like, was it a joke gift? I mean, it's a little girl's backpack, but uh, she gets in this car, honey, this taxi, and she's, you know, worried. She says, what if they are not attracted to each other anymore? And this part, interesting to me, Wa wrote it down, but yeah, this is what I, I want to hear your, you know, what that's put out in you. And to me, it's like, once I've been intimate, let's intimate. When I once I've been intimate with someone, once I've been intimate with someone, and like multiple times, and they keep calling me, like I kind of like, I'm like over them. Think like I'm not like, are you still attracted to me? I'm like, honey, I've been knowing you're attracted to me. I guess, right? Yeah, I yeah, you're right. I assume that I have vagina of gold. I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel Mm -hmm. very, very much like, and it's the reason why is because. I spent majority of my life celibate, like large, large chunks of my, the last two decades was without sex. So I'm like, pussy tight, pussy lean. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very much like untouched, practically a virgin. So like, I'd be like, oh yeah, no, you still want this. You must still want this. 
Um, so I think she's having a little bit of like woman insecurity, which is why she went and like did that to her hair. Um, and then okay, I, been- I also feel like I never look better than during sex. So if you, if I, if somehow I've gotten you to sex, then I know you're going to be a new one. I am not, not, I am insecure. I'm insecure the entire time before sex. But like if some, if, if I've attracted you and then you get to wash me on a pillow, then I mean, like that's just modeling. You know, that's like pillow modeling. You know what you I'm saying? You model? Give us, give us, give us a little something. Give us a little something. Well, because I'm so flexible. Yeah. So poses is easy. Oh, so get Patreon. She's, Patreon, she's giving us looks. You know, like, you know, like, there's like, you know, like, I feel like, you know, when you're just like being able to do things like, you know, like, they're just, those are images that like, I know they're going to want to like see for the rest of their life imprinted in their mind, their little virtual vogues. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Gosh. Wow. Good. I'm so happy for you. This is, this is much needed news. Um, I, what am I like? What am I like? I'm very verbal. Um, and like very much like afterward, like the before and the after is like, it's not awkward. I'm very much like we're here. Let's just the whole fantasy. Let's just have, let's just do all the things. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't, because most of the time I'm, not, I'm never drunk. That's another thing. Like I don't have like drunken rendezvous with folks to where it's like, oh, afterwards. No, afterwards I'm like, you hungry? I'm gonna make us a quesadilla. Like let's go in the kitchen and chit chat. And like, then it's like normal. I don't know. I'm, I feel like it's great with me. I know it is. That's what we're friends. You know, what's great about uh, going back to this episode is that I learned that Jaipur is how you say that name. Oh, because I- so what'd you say? What'd you say? Hyper. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, the reason why I use, have, you know, because it's a filter on Instagram and because I'm a nightmare, I use it because also the Jiper filter on Instagram lightens up your picture wherever you take it. So if you like take a dark, dark picture somewhere, you need it to be like enlightened and you, and it's, you know, a it's a uh, story post. You then look at all the filters. The last one will be Jiper. And now you know how to say the J and you illuminate everything in the color. So well, take a picture of yourself and then put that filter on it. See how you, you know. Oh, I like Cairo because Jaipur, it makes me red. Whereas like Cairo, oh, that's Tokyo. Cairo does this. And you can't really tell them that. But like, I like Cairo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicole doesn't. Yeah, I, I. Sorry. I have so much to say about that. Okay, let's move on. I love you. Um, Like, no, she's the worst. Anyways, so she's, I don't know what she thought her edit was going to be, but like, when you date someone outside of your culture, you should love their culture. If you don't, then don't fucking date them. It's just like wild to me. Anyways, so, um, I learned that because there was a boot at Kolhan when I first started working with him that was the Jaipur boot. And so I looked it up and I was like, what's Jaipur? And I was like, oh, that's what it is. Um, So anyways, so she's on her way and she's really excited to meet him and she gets in this car and I don't know if producers set her up for it, but she decided to ask this driver too many questions. Um, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, J- do you take a lot of trips to Jaipur? Um, and then she's like, yeah, I'm going to go meet my, my boyfriend, uh, my fiance of two years. Isn't that crazy? And he's like, yeah, it is crazy. I was like, oh, it's awkward. <laughs> so awkward. Um, then, um, she gets there and he, we, we cut to him. 
And I guess he's having dinner with his breakfast with his family with sweets and salty meats and bread, Chris. I because they had all these B footage of her making it. It was very ASMR, honey. She's like on a little like she's sizzling a little meat or whatever, and she's like toasting, flipping, flopping like a little non bread or whatever. I don't know. Like I mean, and then yeah, like it's it's like a bunch of little cookies and things, and everyone has its own little bowl, and she presents it all on a tray for him, and then it's like, and do you want coffee? You like ingrateful small deed asshole i don't know like i have a lot of fe- uh, both of them are crazy you know what everyone is everyone feels so immature no matter how old they are no age ain't nothing but a number because nicole's 37 and it feels like a 14 f- year old she is and jen is you know 119 and she feels like she's you know like 29 and rishi is like 22 and he's two so i, I don't understand you know i don't understand age rishi's 22 do you think any of those numbers are right? Oh, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, Debbie, Debbie is 67 and she is just, a, she's a, that handbag, that peacock handbag was everything. Anyway. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> everything. So um, she gets there, he gets excited. He lies to his family and tells his family that he's going to work when he's not. And they're like, please come back and see the village girl. And he's like, no, nah, I can't, I'm going to be at work. So he, um, See, gets her right out with the right outside the apartment that he has procured for her, and she walks into that apartment, and you think that it is like the first time she's ever seen an apartment, or she is very, very like she just wants to be very appreciative. And I, I loved it. I love the fact that she was like, "Oh my god!" Even though, like after the fourth, "Oh my god," I was like, "Girl." Oh. She's like, oh my God, a bed. Oh my God, high ceilings. Oh my God, a kitchen. Oh my God, a couch. Oh my God. And Rishi's not romantic and he put flowers on the bed. Yeah. And then she was like, where'd you learn how to do that? And I was like, TV? Anywhere? <laughs> Anywhere, I guess. The answer, yeah. Uh, that part was weird because how how differently it turns. Especially, I wonder why at that moment she wasn't like, "Why isn't there a blanket that I want to use for the bed? And where are my towels in this nice bathroom?" I wish she had just also said that because for some reason that happens later and she's upset about the fact that those things aren't there. Or whatever, she's like freezing the next morning. Okay, I do think. Okay, so when he, she also is like, go out and get some adult drinks for us, and he brings over white wine, and. She gets a little sleepy as the scene goes, sleepy-eyed, you know? I think that she's, I think that, you know, allegedly, because, you know, I'm no doctor and I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not anyone that you want to sue. But, you know, maybe, like, I wonder if she enjoys, like, a little, like, Papa Papa something and, like, a little swooshy swoosh down the drain with it. You know what I'm saying? I just wish that she would wear concealer. And when she does that look where she's, like, her her chin is down and she's, like, looking up at him, she looks like, fucking freddy krueger i mean not freddy krueger but she looks like a like a scary like doll like they've caught her in this this look several times on patreon the next time i see it i will take a picture of it and show it to you or maybe like a, i can't do because the lighting isn't like it's like yeah and because her eyes like are like low or something and <laughs> she's got like a a high brow ridge and um I don't know. It's just, it just makes her look like a sinister um, marionette and it's not for me. And then, so she tells this man after they have their adult beverages on the balcony that she would like to wait to have sex with him because a, in her mind, she, you know, 
doesn't want him to just have sex with her and then be like, okay, well now I don't have to buy the cow. And then B, it's because she wants to ask him some questions to see whether or not he's been diddling around with the ladies. Um, and she felt like it was an awkward time to ask him. And he was just like, well, what does it matter? We've had sex before. And she's like, well, I just want to like, you know, ensure that you're going to marry me. And I'm like, that is such a weird antiquated thing. It's like, she's like, you can't get the puss puss unless you marry me. And he's going to be like, I don't need it. Um, well, like, here's the thing. If that is the case, too late. Too late. You already did give it to free. Like, that, you can't, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. He already, you already gave him a slice of the cake. So we ate it. So like, on to the next. I don't want to tell you if that's how you feel, then you already fucked it up. Yeah. You gave him the milk. That's the whole point. You gave him the milk. Now, here's the thing. The the good news is you could always, you know, th th there's a new day. There's a new fish in the sea. So if that's the way you feel and you want to try the next round, then yeah, go slow the next round. But once you give it away, you can't jump back and be like, just kidding, just kidding, no sex. Because here's the thing. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're probably going to have sex. If they want to have sex, they're going to have sex. And they've already had sex and they're like going to have a hot, passionate kiss. And it was a great kiss. She knew it. And she felt it deep in her loins. So she knew that they were into each other. But yeah, listen, I I don't think you can go back in time like that. I think that if, that, if that's the way you feel and if that's the way you think they feel, that they are not going to either like respect you or you think that they whatever. I just don't see a way out. A clean way. I mean, I think that anybody can pull it back at any time. I just don't think it has the effect that you might think it would. It looks, it looks stupid. What do you mean it looks? <sighs> That's weird. What do you mean, what? Okay, I love you. So, uh, you know, so they have little drinks. He's like, oh, you know, so uh, I just keep looking at that watch. She's like, why do you keep checking that watch? He's like, what do you mean with that watch? Why? She's like, what do you keep seeing that thing? And he's like, yeah, here's the thing. I got to like, you know, I told my parents like a whole thing that's not true. And she like realizes. She's like, I don't want you to stay with me anyway, because I don't want us to like have sex. I want us to get reacquainted. I want to get to know you. She's like, I got to do some more Kegels before I feel like I'm back to normal. And um, he's like, yeah, I, already I told my parents one thing. Um, so I got to go because they're going to be wondering where I'm at. And so then he's like, listen, I know that I'm being dishonest with my parents and I feel bad, but Jen is worth the risk. If only she could just like, let me handle it in the way that I want to handle it. And at the end of this, I want to talk about what that looks like because Sumit thought the same thing. Why do they feel like they have to handle it at a, in a very specific odd way when, when the person gets there and the person only has three months to stay? All right. <clears throat> now four months, I mean. Now, this is the scene that I find to be annoying. So then we have the next scene with them. And in between is like a little transition scene of a woman picking up cow turds, cow patties, and like putting them on the ledge of a concrete fence, I guess, for them to dry in the sun. And I'm like, what, in what context do we need that scene? All it is is providing shock factor to us Americans who've never seen that and have no idea what's happening. Like maybe the middle of the, of the country farmers might know what she's doing those who own cows, but I have no idea. And I just think that it's, it's, it's a way to, instead of, uh, instead of 90 day fiance wanting to bring us together, it's a way to alienate an other, I think. So anyways, um, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Completely agree. So um, he comes, he, you know, so he go, when, when he goes back to his house, they're all asleep. He doesn't have to tell him anything about the fact that he like laid at the gym or he missed the mm-hmm. date with the arranged marriage. Like he's just so happy that like he doesn't have to talk to his parents like a little boy, like coming back, like, you know, a sneaking way. It's so crazy. That's so crazy. They just, I don't have those parents. My parents would get up. They would hear me come in and they would get up from wherever they are laying and ask me about it. Yeah, also it's a small place. It isn't like they can't hear him. You know, it's like a, you know, God bless. So then the next morning he comes back, he has two yoga mats. She's pissed, freezing and pissed. She's like, you didn't leave me anything. I you told I told you to get me basics and there was nothing. There was no towels, there's no blankets. I want to know more. Like, I always feel like I'm a controlling person and I'm like, it, would I just be like, will you get me some basics? I don't know what I would say. I need, I don't know what I would just like give him a list. I would I would be like before you leave let's make sure that the things I need are here like I don't know what would have happened that I would have put on myself that she thought this 20 nothing year old was just gonna know all the whims that she would want I don't understand when I look back at the bed wasn't there a blanket there well it was, like a, it was a little sheet and it was like two twins pushed together like an I love Lucy bed okay here's one thing the second thing is that he's 33 so and he's useless apparently because this 33 year old useless man could not even think to get somebody toilet paper. And he's like, oh, I wanted to wait for you to get here so we can buy the things together. Why? You don't know what a towel is? You've never had, you don't have a towel in your home? You don't know what toilet paper is? You've never seen that? You don't, you don't think it was gonna get cold for me? You didn't give me a blanket? You didn't give me anything? Like, I don't know what the weather is. You live here, you would know what the weather is. If you're sleeping with a space heater in this moment, then maybe you should think about getting me one. So like, then she doesn't even press the point. Like, I, no, 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 no. She's like, well, I don't want to fight with him. So we're just going to go upstairs. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have that bone in my body. We're going to fight. You we're know, gonna- it's really supposed to show also culturally. You, I, I, am I the only person that, like, okay, I guess I'm like this. Culturally, would you expect a heterosexual straight man from a culture like that to know about homemaking business? Like what you would be comfortable with? I think it's a like I could he doesn't do any of those things because he's never bought those things. His mom does. Toilet paper. Yeah. I mean, here's the truth. Here's the truth. Yes, my brother does. And it's not and my brother never lived on his own. He he's he's lived with my, my mom and then his wife. So like he but he would know. Yeah, babe. I'm not talking about your brother, an American person. I'm talking, yeah. This is a different, this is an Eastern culture. fine okay yeah it's an eastern culture that's why no i still want him to know <laughs> but i'll i'll agree fine but no you need to, toilet paper chris i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it's okay like when he used it but i'm saying but i'm saying it's like an Indian or an Arab person that is that is like that like that level where I understand that that person has lived in the surface of or like a surface area of like ten miles. That's it. Has I mean, I just would be like, I wonder if this person even but, thinks but about that. Mean? It's just so polarized. The gender roles in those situations are so polarized. And I don't, I, I, I and I guess, yeah, I, I don't think. You think Sumit wouldn't have got Jenny some toilet paper? He. First of all, I, no, you know, I, can, I can understand a world in which you forgot it. I think that he'd be dumb, but again, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, if you told me that I wouldn't, I would believe it. Yes. If you told me Sumit 
forgot yeah i would believe it yeah wow oh yeah the pressure is getting worse um okay that's fine anyways rishi's stupid and he gets there and he does yoga with her and then he calls her heavy and like she's not heavy, you guys she's maybe 170 at the most if she if she's 5'8 yeah but he's about 185 he he's not heavy you're right he's 185 pounds <laughs> God, what is so he wearing? And then, he, then he's like, you see, we come together and like, whatever. He's already getting on my nerves because he just, I don't understand that. Then they go to some market to like, uh, and he he's wearing like a yellow scoop neck shirt. It is very low. I feel like I'm seeing his chesticles. Uh oh, his his outfits are crazy. At one where he's wearing an 80s, like light blue windbreaker and then carries like a pink and hot coral gym duffel bag. I mean, it's like... It's like a uh, Zach Morris. I mean, it's, I mean, I was like, where did, who, no, but I, listen, having said that, I'm so happy around the show. If, if you think that one moment of this is being like, don't give me more of this, you're wrong. Okay. So I love it. He gets in, he, when he gets into a taxi also, I love that he, he also, they're both kind of crazy for each other and also bananas. And I'm so happy they're on the show, but also the other ways, as you said, is we have to go, I know we have to move on. We've talked about this one for 20 minutes is that we do get this flip side of all the things we wish that Jenny had done or said to submit that she did earlier. On. That that Jen, sorry, is that Jen's name? What are we talking about? Jenny and Jen. Yeah, that's I keep forgetting. Like I said it, and I was like, that can't be right. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like that that she she ended up saying. So, you know, they go shopping. Um, so basically, he's like, look, uh, I want to introduce you to my parents, and uh, but you know, we have to go slow, go slow. You know, what I can't introduce you to my as my fiance right away. And she's like, we, I only have four months of my visa. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So first time, we're just gonna like say we're friends. She's like, uh huh. She says okay to this or whatever, but then she later later freaks the fuck out. They go shopping to find an outfit for her to wear, okay? And she's like Goldilocks, like no, no, no. Now at the same time, I don't Would understand why. No to that. Would you say no to that? Wouldn't you get every one of everything in five different colors? she didn't pick any good colors it's so weird i mean she's not i was like why don't you give this girl like a cobalt blue like this girl let's like you know they got confused with the hair they were like yeah, what color are those yeah. hair like what curls she's gonna want she's like this isn't me this isn't me this poor young skinny guy has to keep like putting on the outfits like and she has to be like it looks great on him or whatever it's horrible what she ends up doing is sort of picking a fight with him because she's not happy that he won't just right up be like this is my woman and it's also because she doesn't understand why he won't because he's presented the fact that eh, his parents want to be arranged marriage but she he told him long ago that he's not going to be in arranged marriage and he wants to be there for love and he's his own man and he runs the household and like you know he like runs shit so she's like why are you pushing and putting around your parents but what he is is a small little young man with this like you know tiny penis tucked in between his legs and he's like mommy i'll make my coffee you know like and i don't know how to use toilet paper you know like, that's who he is and so he has this conversation with her where he's like no honey you don't understand i just gotta like finesse it right you know i want everyone to be comfortable and she's like you want everyone to be comfortable it's like my whole fucking life for you what are you talking like she she picks until she gets the info was she kind of like goes in, but she says the things that we always would Jenny wanted to say, which is like, so I'll be here for four months. I'll be here for four months. You just go and get at me when you're ready to like tell your parents the truth. I don't have time. Bye, bitch. Bye. Yeah. It's like, it's all, it's so interesting. Like I want to know what the magic formula is because Sumit and Rishi both feel like there's a formula in which they need to present it instead of just sitting down and saying, mommy, I know that you're looking for lovely village girls but i truly um 
want to marry somebody who's living in the United States and then let all the fighting happen while she's not there. And then mommy, you know, the woman you've been fighting me about, can I show you a picture of her? Can I, can you FaceTime with her mommy? Okay, mommy, daddy, can you like, that's how you do it. You don't wait for the person to get there and then introduce them as a friend with like traditional clothing so that they feel like you're like, you would have needed to have a plan that's longer, not four months. You needed to tell uh, Jen, hey girl, so listen, unfortunately, I can't just come out with it. I have to finesse the situation. I have to grease the squeaky wheel. So you're going to just have to move here. You're going to just have to move here and live here for four months. And then maybe go back to the States for a couple and get another visa and come back. And then every time you're here, you you visit with them once a month. You maybe take my mom out to do whatever once a month. And then maybe you come over and have cooking lessons with her, you know, so she gets in, you learn the language. Come on, you gotta start learning the language, okay? You gotta like start wearing saris around and understanding the culture and our religion, all right? And then you go back for a couple. And then when you're gone, I'm gonna FaceTime you. I'm gonna FaceTime you. You're gonna talk to my mom, okay? And then at the end of this, I'm gonna tell my mom I would like to marry you. But why do they why do they make it seem like they're it's just gonna happen in like two weeks? They're just gonna like do all of that. That is a that is a long con type thing. <laughs> and so, anyways, let's move on from then. She gets upset and she like runs out of the place where they're getting the dresses and she is like listen I'm not going to do this anymore you tell me you hailed me a cab and he's just like holding her on her hips and all I wanted to do is just like be in the Indian summer having a man hold my hips as he's looking longingly into my eyes telling me everything is going to be okay and she doesn't fall for it she's like no 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 guess what hail me a cab please and she gets in that cab and she like cries or like he's like oh, no 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 and we're like okay girl but we're happy for you <sighs> next couple is uh isabel and gabe all right so um gabe gets there isabel wakes the kids up and they get so excited because they're gonna go see gabe and then we start to see in this 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 episode exactly what happened she and her kids lived an hour and a half away outside of Medellin. So the fact that they moved to the city to prepare a home for Gabe is like a big deal. So um, they all have like kissing and hugging at the fucking airport. It's really great. A lot of kissing. Gabe, like, I feel like Gabe wanted to like eat her out right there in the, in the mall. Like he was just like very like kissy, 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 sucking those lips. Yeah, but uh, it was really cute. Mia Moore, you know, and then just like Sarah is a little taller than Gabe. She's like, I grew. Gabe's like, yeah, you did. You know, haha. Wherever to the apartment, drop their stuff off. And then she takes Gabe on some kind of like whatever around the town square and they eat like intestines and sit down. And then he asks her, what about your parents? And she's like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's your body, it's your choice. You can tell them if you want to, which is exactly what I was thinking to begin with. And he's like, no, I want to tell them. And so um, she's like, oh, yeah, they don't want to have to choose, but it's what needs to happen. Um, also, one thing that happens is that he tells her like, hey, um, I have your name tattooed as well as I removed the tattoo of the other person on the back. He also finds out that Sarah has known the entire time that he's trans. And he was very shocked at how nice or like normal Sarah treated him, Sarah treated him after finding out that she was um, he was trans. So I think I think that was really a nice moment. Chris, you have anything else to say about them? No, I love you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're like, uh, you talk 26 minutes about one couple and two minutes about another couple. But you know what? That's that's life. Yeah. Uh <laughs> um, next couple that we're going to talk about is Jamie and Chris. 
Um, so they woke up in the titty pillow bed and uh, Chris, apparently they have really good sex. And I'm just like, what does Jamie see in Chris? I do. I, it has to be money. I don't know De Niro because like, I don't, Chris to me is like, not it. Like, you know, like your eyebrows back in America, honey. Like she wakes up, those eyebrows are gone. I don't under, but at the same time, I don't, you know, I don't think that Jamie will ever show us any good taste, you know, like I like the way that Jamie like dresses herself. She has cute sunglasses and a cute like black jacket, but I even, I don't even like even the sheets on this bed. Like, I don't, I cannot tell you it rates like a dorm room. Like I feel like those are the sheets that I saw at LMU during the aughts when I went to college, you know, like I just can't deal with the choices any of them make. They wake up the next morning. She's a different PJs. And I'm like, I guess I don't like the lingerie. I don't like these PJs either. Oh, I just want some stylish women. I don't, I just was like, she said, oh, she doesn't, she can't have men. She's allergic to men. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. And um, I don't know what else they were talking about in the room. Um, I mean, in the bedroom, but like the last money. next episode that I see them is that um, they money. talk about money. Yeah. They're, well, yeah. In the bedroom, they start talking about like, well, you, you know, got this place. And I said, I only want to spend 400 and you spend 500, you know, in your mind, you're like, okay, well, that is an increase of 20%. That's a 20% increase, you know, of what you thought, like, cause 500 is like, well, doesn't seem like that much if you're going to spend 400 but i mean it is if you're budgeting that to the point where it is a 20 percent increase you know than what you're thinking yeah i guess i just the whole time was like you're fight you're upset over a hundred dollars but this is the exact apartment that you want so like did you know how you like what you wanted would be was that like and also yeah we get into the fact that jamie was working for some reason she's not now and she's like yeah i'll go back to work and no she's on vacation oh 30 day vacation well then yeah like she's gonna give you some money too okay. yeah and it's like uh, like th- then the girl is like i mean five hundred dollars i mean i guess it's different like when you're from mississippi or alabama or wherever she's from but like i'm t- i'm like five hundred dollars <laughs> that's how much it is danielle's dumbass is going to fucking uh dominican republic paying two thousand u.s for an apartment you're getting this great apartment for 500 u.s Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. It was just like, I get it. You're penny pinching because you're not going to be able to work here, but Jamie works. And like, you don't you have like 15 jobs? Like she like is a manager. She also got into a fucking car accident and like broke her neck. Like, I feel like Chris has money. Yeah. I feel like she has money. I feel like she has money tucked away. She has two homes. Like she's money. So like story is crazy. Could you imagine she gets in a okay, so she gets in a car accident and like hurts her back and then goes to the hospital and then seven days next next breaks the neck, goes to the hospital, seven days after the hospital, gets out of the hospital, is driving home for the hospital, gets in a car accident, hurts her neck. That's crazy. So yeah, but it is a lot. So they then they go to a pharmacy, honey, and um they get her baby gum or baby gum, baby toothpaste which is bubblegum flavored and then you know then they're like here get this medications for narcolepsy and then they're like or maybe they're also like oh um i need this medication for my back it's just a lot or whatever and i think that jamie's kind of like chris is like is she dying and she's just like it's a lot and it seems dramatic it seems kind of like victimy i i have i feel like an energetic trigger to this kind of energy and so it actually like makes me really uneasy or, or anxious if someone is just unfortunately 
encumbered by many things you know i i can't explain it you know where it's yeah. just she's got a lot of ailments and like also yeah. she also ha- not only does she have all these ailments she also has like an like a authority complex or something there's something about it that makes it feel like she's expecting jamie to behave in a certain way that we haven't like she's like you can't you have to talk to me about things before you do them so there's some baggage there where there's some kind of money baggage. And she's like, well, I'm willing to pay for everything. Like I can handle the bills for a while. And I'm like, how long is a while? And what is it, what is your true expectation? Like you are, you, you know, I don't know. I feel like Jamie, Jamie is the feminine energy in this, in this scenario. She's the one who's bringing the boys to the yard. <laughs> like she's, you, you are not equally yoked. And so what you bring is money. And I don't know what, I don't know why Jamie is interested in Chris. Like, I don't know what brought them together. Yeah. Like it's who that Texas woman is. Maybe we need to bring Texas in. (laughs) Swap out. Jamie, uh, Chris is depressing and it's there. It's not just that she has ailments is that they drag her down, honey. There it's it's a lot of it. And there's a lot of this. It's just a lot of this energy. And it's just, it feels like an anchor just wants to like, yes jump on you and then just drag you down in the pits of the ocean as you're just like you know like a like a like a deadly anchor ursula and you're just like one of those souls like you know yeah she's and it's the financial abuse like i feel like she's going to be financially abusive that that's what i'm feeling that's what i'm picking up so jamie is like girl that she got a lot like not only the narcolepsy and i hope that jamie did her research on what narcolepsy is but she's like now you're gonna have to have a surgery that's gonna cost a hundred thousand dollars i'm like a hundred thousand dollars you got no insurance and nobody have insurance it sucks like, to be allergic to mint i love mint i almost have it every night because i almost always eat something that has onions in it and if i don't eat mint and like drink copious amounts of water i'll wake up with a migraine because of the smell of onions in my belly it's very annoying oh god i just like i feel so bad it's like a mint watermelon like feta salad like even vegan vegan feta is really good in this kind of salad with pistachios and a little lime and salt Ugh, yummy of course lebney in any kind of way with mint you know i love it dried and regular i love ooh, i'm like a hot zot the bread don't just give it to me speaking of arabic food let's move on <laughs> to nicole and mahmoud um so who uh Nicole and Mahmoud, uh, you know, leave the airport and Ibrahim is going to pick them up. Now, I don't know why I don't, didn't say this the first episode. I feel like I didn't. She's rocking a Chanel bag. Whether she got it vintage or whether she it's fake, I'm not quite sure. But there's a, she's, it's a Chanel bag. I mean, it looks like a Chanel bag. No, I can't see up close to see if it's fake. But just putting it out there, you know. Um, she has such a stylist energy. Um, he, like, does something on the phone and she gets mad at it like he says it's what if it's a surprise but it also like makes me feel like she is anxious or think that she's like she he's cheating on her it was a weird it's a weird moment i thought she just felt like he shouldn't be on the phone right now like talk to her and i was just like is that a heating cup is that a cup that stays heated yeah Yeah. um and so then i mean like only because of the it isn't like it isn't something that is hot is it ember it's just a corksicle and ember mug is the ones that are like self t- like this would be oh, yeah okay yeah yeah it isn't that okay okay no 
I was like, I want one of those. How how are they? That's what I, was I, I don't have one, but I keep looking at them. And I think there was one on Costco, like EMBR. And I keep looking at there. There's one that's like that. And there's one that's like a tumbler. And I kind of feel like I want the tumbler one because I feel like I can use it more often. But mm-hmm. some people say that like it stops working or whatever. And it's like 900. It's like not 100. It's not 900. Mm-hmm. I was like, never mind. I don't want it thousand dollars it's a thousand dollars um i think it's like 99 or or 200 or something oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's like wow i don't never mind i don't want i don't want my tea to stay warm that bad it's so annoying because tea is like hot 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 perfect temperature done like perfect temperature cold it like you you have to get it in like the like you have like two minutes to drink it at the right temperature okay speaking of tea let's get back to this arab nation where they offer her tea i can't like also tea out of a glass container is it not hot? hot. It's hot. Okay. But listen, no. It's, they know that it's going to be hot, so they don't make the tea that hot. Oh. Yeah. Good to know. Because, I, I mean, I have been wondering for years. Um, so she gets upset by that. And then, like, like a chauffeur, Ibrahim drives them to the house. And she's like, well, who's all going to be there? When she said, well, who all's going to be there? I was like, bitch, get back on that plane immediately. Uh- who all is going to be there? You are, you have moved to the country. You don't think that they would, like, the family would surround you in love? They know you. You're their daughter-in-law, sister-in-law, aunt. What is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with you? If you knew that you needed a day to, like, cooperate, then you should have told him that you didn't come in until the next day and then have him meet you at the hotel. And then just be like, hey, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I just need, I need a moment by myself. But don't act like who all is going to be there. And then she starts talking about how there's too many people. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, this sounds like like weird colonialism. Like, you don't understand how families work. <laughs> like, you don't understand how ethnic families work. Mm-mm. And it just is, this was made me mad. I'm like, divorce him. Because everything that she says to him henceforth is her regretting the choices that she's made and then wanting him to change for her. Yep. She will in, she'll sometimes admit it. She'll be like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So you should. I'm like, she's 37 or 38. I don't get it. She truly feels like she is in her first relationship and she is 14 or 15. Like, I don't, I don't understand how you could be so ignorant. And for him, I also think that he's ignorant as well. And, but he's a little younger, at least, you know, I don't have to tell you, you know, and he hasn't made a major move to a major big city and lived 10 years. So I don't know why I guess I feel a little more like girl, but I mean, both of them feel like they are babies. This is their first time in a relationship and they are just in love with the idea of finally being in a relationship without even caring or knowing or seeing who they're in a relationship with. Like I, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, his older brothers did say this is the first person to get his dick wet. So that's why he's like the way he is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Her bag is heavy and he's like trying to like haul it up these 17 flights. He gets to their door and he's like, oh, you remember to take off your shoes. And she gets upset about that. Like, of course I remember. So then they get into the home and there's like six children. 
and there's the mother-in-law then there's like the brother and then there's the, the Chinese wife and she's like learned like spotty English I'm sure she speaks whatever her local language is I mean talk about a polygot I'm like I'm here for the women who speak all the languages my god girl. um I wish it was me you know and so then like brother-in-law is like talking to her and she's like oh it's too much fried food oh it's it's too it's too much like noise it's too much going on i'm an introvert and then not nearly five minutes later she's gonna tell fatima that she needs friends fatima's like i'll be your friend because you're you know egyptian women don't need to go out and about they're here they have duties <laughs> like and she just doesn't fucking get it and then she's like well we need our own place and he's low-key like no, I got my own place with you the last time and you fucking bounced after two months. Like, I don't want that to happen again. And I had to like recoup and move and break a lease and do all that shit. So like, no, we're going to stay here until you decide what the fuck you really want to do. And then we're going to go some, then we can, you know, just like. I, I don't think this is going to work out. I think they're both bananas crazy. I don't even want to tell you about that. That, And I think Fatima knows. I think she's like, I'm not going to get too invested with this one. I, she's going to, she's on, she's going to leave tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I wanted those potato chips so bad. Well, no, I don't do you. What's on them? Like, what is the seasoning? Is it something delicious? Like, I just wanted, she was like, like they were forcing her to eat fucking I don't know what, like cassava. I don't know what she thought it was. It's potatoes. Then the kids, I mean, that one daughter just wanted to get on her dad's neck so bad. And he was just like, yeah, no, no, you have to stay with Arab Arab people and, and Arab, Egyptian women hang out with each other. You don't need friends. And I wanted to be like, girl, if you don't take your fucking leg off my shoulder, get that leg off my shoulder. And she's just looking like bright eyed. And I know she's tired because like, obviously she's been traveling for a long time. So then they go into the room and she's like, we got to talk about your insistent that I cover up. You got We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about it now. My family is there. We can't start fighting. Also, there's a whole ass camera crew in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, now. You know, it's just like, I don't know what to tell you other than this. And it's just so confusing. You don't have to live this way and you don't have to do this. But if you respect your Muslim man, then what he's saying is your body and your beauty is 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 something that I want to protect so that no one will ever harm you or think that that you aren't protected and loved. Like that's what it's it's like a weird thing. I mean, I know it sounds weird if you're not, it's an unfamiliar thing to be like. Yeah. I think he's trying to say, my he says it. Like it's not just my religion. It's the way I grew up. My mother, my family. To you you are my loved, my chosen, my my beloved, my I'm gonna protect you with my life. No one can no one can say anything about you ever whisper anything about you. They can't not even about your body or just anything you are you are like protected uh, i protect yeah i just wanted to tell you like it's just a different way of seeing it or like knowing that you feel comfortable and secure it's like you doing that makes him feel like you feel comfortable and secure that no one could hurt you it's like a weird it's different so it's just i they don't know that they don't they won't understand each other it's it's a cultural divide and unfortunately like they just keep yelling at each other from different parts to understand each other but i mean 
And this fool's gonna be crying next episode in the bathroom, like, I'm so homesick. She looks bananas. She's a banana. I know quite. She's also someone who, she's also someone who would give me anxiety if I had to be around that person as an energy like too much. Like I think that they would just be like, listen, I would. I feel like she has an interesting style and stuff. But if I was in conversations with her too much, there'd be times in which I would have to then like download to someone else what that person had said to me to be like. this is what she said to me because I would be she's too be she's too beyond people say the craziest thing to you every time I'm with you somewhere you're like yeah this happened and I'm like someone that said that to you you're like that about definitely happened <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what yeah she would absolutely say something crazy like no I like love fava beans and that's all I eat or something like I grow I regrow them myself in my kitchen there's something about her that I feel like she yeah, I think that she has a I think she has a very linear way of thinking. And I think that she is someone who has anxiety. And I think that she manifests her anxiety in ways that are kind of controlling. And um yeah, the the not eating the potatoes and I think the fried food conversation uh gave me some vibes of like maybe like mm-hmm. someone who is blue butterflying a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I've never heard that statement, but I guess I, I pick it up what you're putting down. Um, so like, yeah, she definitely um is like it's just weird that she immediately is like, oh, it's too much, it's too much family, it's too many people, and, mm-hmm. uh, and all I can think of is if somebody were to tell me right now, I mean, he would have to look a little bit better than Mahmoud. I'm not saying Mahmoud's ugly. He's just a little too skinny for me. I just need him to look like a man. But if somebody were to tell me that some Arab man wanted to take me and just throw me into his family and all of a sudden I had all these people around me now, would I need vacations? Yes. Would I need time away monthly? 100% because I just need that. But like, and and would I want to be in servitude and cooking? No, but I'll go work. Um, <laughs> I know you're not supposed to work and I would have to, it would be hard for me. So I would do stuff online. I would have to tell him like, unfortunately, I know you don't want me to work, but I have to because I need my own money. And so like, I, if you don't want me to go out into the world then get me some good Wi-Fi because I need to create content. Um, we would Wait, have to- something. Is they never say that she can't go out in the world. They're saying you're going to feel more comfortable when you speak Arabic that you can go out. What they say, what the weird thing they say is that you don't really need friends because you have your family that are friends. Now, here's an honest to God true thing. If you grow up in Egyptian society, of course you can have friends. Like, you, of course they have friends are not their family, but they know this weird ass blonde girl who can't speak Arabic is not going to make any fucking friends in Egypt. She can't, you know what I'm saying? So like, I think that also that's another thing. She can go out, but look at her. She wants to die right now in this apartment surrounded by the only Egyptian she knows. She's just, they just know that this fragile bird, honey, is just not yeah. going to run around and make a goddamn you know bunch of friends in egypt right away she's gonna have to go like learn she's gonna have to like take some classes or something she's gonna have to go to like cairo and like do some tourist touring or whatever like she could do that but what i'm saying is is that i would love to be enveloped and loved into a family i would be happy with that would i still need my peaceful times absolutely but the fact is I, i also find it nice that the family isn't pressuring her to have kids because they haven't even discussed that at all. And, you know, she's in, she's in, uh, approaching the time. And uh, fried foods, I mean, she's not going to want to get pregnant. So anyways, um, let's move on to Debbie and Julian. 
I didn't take any notes from this one and I'm sad about it, but Julian is rude. Julian treats, uh, have you ever had this situation and no shade to you, Chris, um, but I've always had this with my, with my like friends who didn't have, like who are only children. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes they fight with their parents in front of me and uh-huh. it makes me feel so uncomfortable. And it's, and that is what Julian did to Debbie in front of that lawyer. And like, it made me go, did, does Debbie do that to him? Has Debbie ever like publicly shamed him? Like, <laughs> and maybe that's where he gets it from. But I was like, oh, that, I don't like it. Like, I understand your concerns, but you don't go there and be like, yeah, she's a fucking idiot for getting with this 24 year old guy. And then the lawyer's like, oh, he's 24. You know, it's just like, I don't know. He didn't do his mother any any service at that point. So she has a fabulous peacock bag, though. My God, I know. And fabulous glasses. And she's so beautiful. But yeah, they go to see a lawyer to pretty much talk about a prenup. And then he's like, yeah, just, just, but the thing is, like, if I get this prenup here with you in Alabama, like, what good is it uh, abroad? And she's like, not good. Doesn't really make a difference. But if your money's here, like, whatever. And so it doesn't make a difference. Like, she, she would have to keep her money in her own bank account she's like well i might just like, make a joint bank account have some money there whatever and he like just freaks out he's just like osama is i don't trust him and he is just going to like you know run over my mom and just like she's you know living in a fantasy land and she's like well i just think everything's gonna turn out right he's like well your last two marriages you know like you know it's the same energy that i always call it like rebecca energy which is that an a older no a seasoned woman seasoned any it could be anything a seasoned person is their own family and younger members of their family if not their own kids come with an energy like your shit's not to be fucking trusted and you have not left a track record track record where your choices are good ones yeah <laughs> They fully don't trust their parents. They don't trust any choices that their parents are making. And it's like, wow, if if your kid does not trust your choices as an adult, then you did something to lose that trust from them. Like they've watched you be make poor choices. But who, my, my thought is, is like, Debbie, I know you feel 67 and sprite and bright, but you're, do you really think you're going to go to Morocco and what? get old there and die there like you ma'am this man is gonna have to take care of you usher you into i mean you're already there at your like twilight you're like twilight years or whatever like you're you, you think you're gonna live you're 67 so how long are you gonna be with him you 10 20 years 87 okay maybe but w- are you gonna fly back to the u.s for checkups or are you gonna like you, you need a lot of doctor support. Like, what about your arthritis and whatever? Like, I don't know. It's just like weird. It's weird. And I just didn't like the way Julian was like shaming her. Like, yes, she's making a poor choice. Yes, yes, yes. But I just felt like he was like, just his last ditch effort to like make her feel shitty is like, that was kind of rude in front of the, that lawyer. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. He, I can feel his pain and desperation that he, I think that he feels like his mom 
it's truly making a bad choice and it's a scary choice because she does give off this kind of like Blanche Dubois energy. Like I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. You know, you're kind of like what a beloved character you are and you are to be protected, you know, but like there is, we want the best for her, you know, like, and, and I don't know what I would do if I had a mom who, or anyone I cared about that was like an older lady like that, that was going to make a, a scary decision, you know, like it's one thing to respect their decisions. I'm going to be like, Oh my God, please don't do this. I might, and I might be the only person in your life that, that could truly be like, don't fucking do this. So it's, it's, it's hard. You know, I, um, I just feel like she says, you know, you only, you know, you, you only live once or she kind of says, she kind of hints that maybe she's doing this to like feel alive as much as she can until she dies and that she wants to be vibrant and she wants to do what makes her happy. And she doesn't, and she maybe, you know, she wants a little change, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I do see what you're saying. I just, when they're that old, just, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that Julian is like, am I going to have to go to Morocco to like get you or like, yeah, you know, what am I going to have to do? And I'm like, then Julian just start saving up money now. Cause you are go visit her, go visit her once a year. Like, do what you got to do. Go, go with her to Morocco and look at Osama. Like, there are things that he could do to kind of support his mom, but protect her at the same time. And he could easily just go, unless he's, I mean, he's a cop. I was going to say, unless he has a criminal record and can't get a visa. But, like, he could go. And it's it's that thing. It's some, Sometimes it's American thing where they don't do that and they just want to judge. Like, when, what's her face is, uh, Nicole's dad is like, well, I could never go to Egypt. And I'm like, you absolutely could but you're not going to because it's too foreign and it's too weird for you you would just rather step step back and talk shit than like go and support your person in their poor choices <laughs> absolutely true so i don't know that's what i'm just thinking i just felt like it was just it it was too sad of a situation for me to make fun of it otherwise it was funny i mean you know but when he was doing it in front of the house like at the house with just the camera crew there that was cute. But like when he did it in front of that lawyer, I just was like, you're just making your, and she got quiet. Cause he like fucking whatever. But anyways, she sometimes the way when she says Osama, she says it like, I would think Roseanne Barr would say it. <laughs> Such a flat sounding vowels in her Osama. I thought she was, she sounded like she was from Jersey for a second. One of the things that she said was very like, yeah, I'm not from the blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, you're, I mean, I knew she wasn't from Georgia because that woman would have a twang, but like, yeah. She, uh, to me, she sounds Midwestern. You know, there's something kind of like, you know, <sighs> what a, I don't know. There's a flat sounding. Well. There. It's, it's bag instead of bag. You want me to do a bag for you? I'm like, the bag? Yeah, bag. Okay. Yeah, especially the her bag. Her bag. Her bag. <laughs> I, want, I want that peacock bag. <laughs> and everyone says sure here like i'm like oh but like sure sure yeah sure yeah yeah uh <laughs> all right you guys i mean we spent so much time talking about rishi and and uh jen it's and unbelievable then- <laughs> huh? 
It's unbelievable how much time we spend talking about that. And then, and then we zoomed through the last five, like <laughs> the last four. <laughs> um, so ne- coming up next episode, Danielle is still being an, a dick. She calls him toxic. I know. I'm so happy that I was so happy that they weren't on this episode. And I was just yeah. like, oh, God, I kind of wish I wasn't on this whole season now that you like gave us a taste of what life could be like without them. Jen and Rishi is a really great couple. Like, there's a lot of great couples. Like, you know, I'm, I love the fact that we have so much new blood. And it's just like, yeah, that Danielle and Johan are the most boring ones. They're not boring. I mean, to me, they're, they're, they're boring if you've already seen them the first time. This is now just another side of them that we just don't want to see because the first one was so much better um and crazy now she's like mean she's told him his no his job is bad then she tells him like oh you better quit soon and like why would i marry somebody who can't pay for things and like you know she's just like negative and mean and now she's gonna tell him he's toxic yeah yeah you're right it's like a it's like she's mean and we don't want to see her be mean um and jen and rishi are good too because she looks like the Joker. Just what Jen looks like. Jen looks like <laughs> the Joker. Um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, everyone else. And, and Nicole and Mahmood are going to get on my nerves very quickly because they're just going to fight about the same things in circles. So. Well, here's the thing. We have so much coming up. We will tell you that we have love. No, we have life during lockup happening, honey, because you know how that works. It's just one after another. So already in the new season of that, and we have some new docu-series we're going to do coming up. So um, lots on the docket. If you'd like to follow us, you're absolutely welcome to on our social medias, honey, at DocuSweeties exists on Instagram, at DocuSweeties, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, and at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. This entire time, we've been live streaming and just posing in any way possible. And I think this is episode alone is worth our patreon fee well yes so you could do so by going to patreon.com slash docusweeties and it's ten dollars a month and you get to see the visuals of what you are hearing now yeah just posing we pose (laughs) i can't do both (laughs) i can barely do this one (laughs) um all right you guys so thank you so much for joining us to patreon we love you guys and um we go live the first monday of every month so that's we're not going to go live the first monday of of march because i will be a traveling it's also chris's birthday so there's a lot happening i will be going live because i care about you yeah (laughs) i will not be down um but no she deserves a break and we can talk about the fact that my birthday is the next day so uh thank you guys so much for listening we love you guys so much he's what and um did we say that you can go to patreon.com backslash docusweeties for all the info yes we did well anything else all right you guys we will talk to you later Bye. bye